This week on the Push All Eyes podcast, we talk about bodyweight performance exercises and tests you can do with your clients in this time so you can track their progress. Dan talks about some diet changes that you might need to make to increase satiety whilst you're not moving as much. Good. Three, two, one. Quarantinis, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? What's that, mate? Is that like a co- is that a cocktail of anything that's available in the house at any that's, point in essentially, time? Essentially, anything that's available in the house uh, whilst under quarantine. <laughs> nice. There's a quarantini. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. Taking it some wonderful mixes of that. <laughs> no, I stocked up on wine. Um, I thought we were going to be on total lockdown uh, yesterday. I, I listed the stuff I did yesterday before we kind of were meant to be total lockdown. And I brought back seven bottles of wine, so we're good. As you do, mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah this total lockdown, I, I saw people in the park just sitting there chatting away, clearly friends, <laughs> having a drink. And I was just like... There's this, uh, I just, I just, despi- I just despair with the general public. I, it just baffles me that it's just, I don't know. I just, there's no point in speaking, talking to them, or saying anything because they're just not, no. just well, don't give I'm, a shit. Like, I'm convinced that there's still people who obviously know there's stuff going on, but they don't like keep up to current affairs and watch the news as much as maybe we do, maybe. and. Because I, I happily will talk to people and they have no idea what's going on in the news. And they're like, oh, I don't even know that. Oh, I don't they wouldn't read it like from day to day. or mm-hmm. um, So the, they may not have heard it or whatever. Just think with this that's going on, you've just got a moral duty to check the news. Yeah, you just, uh, you just have to do it all the time, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I went to, I had my uh, one trip out today. Mm. I went to Regent's Park. Crazy. Um, saw David Mitchell from Peep Show. Didn't ask for a photo because not allowed. And, would have been uh, a hilarious selfie, though, wouldn't it? Like two, <laughs> two meters apart. Look. Um, so he was on the phone. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of uh, going up to celebrities and asking them to ruin their day. So. Hey, you ask me all the time. What are you about? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> celebrity minor celebrity. Yeah. When when you do virtual Pilates with Laura, then you've made it. Yeah, that's not gonna be happening. I'll be on a fail. I'll be on a fail video if I did that. <laughs> but yeah, I did my uh, had my one trip and then uh, walked back via Waitrose as uh, we wa- well wanted to go get some flowers, but that was deemed unnecessary considering there was a massive queue to get into Waitrose. And it's also not essential, is it? That really? Not essential. Yeah. It is nice. Um, yeah. What about you, mate? What's been going on? <laughs> what? Have you well, been? Bit- been busy, have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been mate, I've rushed off my feet, mate. I, 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 I kind of uh, went out twice today. Ooh, so, wow! You, you give it all this about. I know. Well, okay, so uh, let me defend myself, right? So I went out to walk the dog about eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, and that was my exercise for the day. And then at about four o'clock, we realised that maybe in a couple of days you might run out of milk. So I was like, oh, I've got to go down to the shop. And I was like, right. So I drove down to the shop. I didn't walk. I drove. Stayed within the confines of my car, and I tell you what, it's very surreal. The like the, the the car parks are empty. Like Bath yeah. is dead. It's like usually a bit obviously busier than it is, but even not even that, it's just got an eerie feel about it. And even inside waitress, like there's obviously only allowed a certain number of people in the shop to maintain distance, and it's just odd. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, it's, it's only when I really went out that I realised how odd it is. 
Mate, and I've been like, so yesterday I realised that obviously we weren't under lockdown, we were told to keep their distance. I've got my bike here, so my car's, my, I went and put my car in the garage because I needed new tyres, MOT and a service. So that's there for the foreseeable future. Um, that's cool, and you thought it's cool, you are actually allowed to go and get it, I think. I saw that garages are essential and still allowed yeah. open, but am I allowed to travel there and go get it? Oh, Is that a valid so. reason? Well, if, if they're essential... If they're it's essential, if garages are open, if they're essential, I assume that that, for this, that therefore means that cars are essential. Cars, so therefore, yeah. you going to pick up your car would be an essential bit of movement. Be interesting. So because you might need to rush someone in the car to hospital or something. Yeah, so. so what I've had to do is like cycle. I'll have to cycle there and basically, I don't know, fit my bike in a mini somehow. It's not going to work, but <laughs> but yeah, I cycled through um, from Marlebone, so that's all the way down like Portland Place past the BBC building and down Regent Street, Oxford Street, through Trafalgar Square. Um, so just that's my would be my uh, cycle to work, cross Tower Bridge, all that kind of stuff. It is dead. There's more um, red buses. There's no people really on the, the buses, but more buses than cars, which is super weird in the middle of London. And it's just really surreal. Like I took a few pictures and of like Trafalgar Square, beautiful sunshine. What is up with that? Like, yeah, I think I think uh, I think photographers the... I think photographers are going to use their one hour of exercise a day to get out first thing in the morning yeah, and take 100%. some amazing pictures. Like, yeah, like some of the pictures and of it just being empty, and you realise that people <laughs> people would be paying an extortionate amount for London to be this empty for like movie movie scenes and stuff like that and then yeah it's just absolutely empty it's crazy it's so weird it's so surreal uh, but still plenty of people on bikes because um, I think that's quite relatively safe to travel around on I guess mm. it's a bit of exercise so yeah. yeah it should be all right if I travel to the garage on my bike because that counts as my exercise correct so uh, good point so that's my way of getting out of it. Uh, I have to buy a turbo trainer to get it indoors once we aren't actually allowed outside. Uh, well, let's hope it doesn't get to that point. Let's, let's hope it doesn't get to that, but I'm, I'm sure it will, considering the amount of people who have... No, some people don't understand like the idea of social space either. I realise it's two metres, but just in general, people don't have no idea what two metres is. And they're just walking willy-nilly next year on the, on the pavement. You're, I'm purposely going into the road and back out, like to stay my distance. It's really strange. And they're like, oh, those those strange people want to stand their ground because they're walking along that line, and I'm like, fucking, hell, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's really strange. I, I just at the back of my house, obviously, you can see quite a fair bit, and the amount of people walking around and just living their normal lives, it just seems odd. It, and they're not even like, and again, I, I think there's a common misconception that a lot of them are like 16, 24 year olds. Like these are older, older no. people. Like yeah, older, older people, people just not just clearly not bothered and i'm like I had to, uh, yeah but i mean was it last last week last friday i basically told my mum you're, you're not going out and she was arguing with me i was like 100 not she finally realized it after all, all everything in the news like actually tom it's, it's a good idea i probably won't um but yeah it's crazy oh, right <laughs> you walk past me like you should be at home especially you <laughs> so it's real but yeah i'm sure everybody's uh had enough of it so far we've got a few mm. months left <laughs> oh yeah Fuck. Mm. but what's going on work why is anything much no mate obviously just been writing home workouts people have nice so you know i'm trying not to um 
to like rush them out. I think obviously like I could just fucking give everyone the same one, right? And whatever. But I'm kind of a few people have messaged me saying they're obviously buying some equipment, they're getting some equipment and things like that, and a bit of feedback already on people sort of quite surprised how much you can do with limited equipment. Which has been good, and, and people are still getting, you know, making making loads of progress and stuff. I think, like like we talked about, I don't think progress needs to stop for a lot of people. Um, yeah, you know, it is just a case of just sort of changing tact a little bit and, and making sure that you know you don't come out of it and feel too shit about everything. So, um, but as we talked about before, you know, it's kind of a bit weird because no one really knows whether we're gonna come out of this and go back into it again or whatever. Like no one really knows what's going on, but it's um, yeah, so far so good. It can't be um, you know doing the best we can. With what we've got available, mate. To be fair, it's just, just seeing. I suppose the interesting thing for me is to kind of see when this becomes the new normal. At what point we have, we feel that this is just now how it is, um, which I think will be interesting to see if it gets to that point. I hope, but yeah, I hope I hope not. But uh, you know, it's it is um it's a bit weird. It's just um. Even work-wise, it just feels a little bit like I don't really... I still haven't worked out yet the times of the day that I work best or how to arrange my days and stuff. Like, it's just a little bit off. But I'm sure it'll get there. Luckily, the weather's been decent, so that's something. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sunbathe. It's crazy. I've got a lot of work to do. Um, so in in light of that, I think uh, you shared it, I shared it. PTC, you've got a free course for every trainer or whatever if you want to become mm-hmm. trainer to go learn some stuff. Um, I think we picked out like 17 different sessions from uh, the courses that are already up there to have people to have a little taster of, um, which is cool. Mm. Nice. I think there's quite a few. I think we'll talk about it in the no- next couple of shows because we're collating a bit of a list about, uh, I know Josh is doing that for LDNM. Um, LDNM? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I always say that. I always say that wrong. He always has a go at me. But um, You say, uh, say LDMN. L- London Muscles. Um, LDNM. LDNM. It's too, it's too confusing, Josh. Change it. Um, London Muscle. There you go. Um, the PTC. We'll we'll put all together like courses, all the free courses that people are putting up, which is cool, or discounts of uh, and all this kind of stuff. So the education providers are getting PTs with something to do um, if they haven't already, because obviously the employed model. Um, they're waiting on what they're going to be paid, hopefully by the government, um, like me. Interesting. Dan's just going to pay me his wages, so it's absolutely fine. <laughs> mate, already done that, mate, with your current job, so don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> That's fine, mate. Yeah. I, I, I need the 10% at the moment, mate. Um... <laughs> I'm waiting for that check. That's, I'll come and lump some on it, maybe, later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, I told you. you once, once, I'll, once, I'll loan it to you, and then you can pay it back over the we'll, year, yeah? I, I, I told you, once uh, Yeah, once, once we earn whatever, we, we sell ourselves to Premier for 50, 60 million. I'll get about ten million. I'll pay your mortgage. Okay, we've we've already we've already said. Look at this. He's such a nice guy, isn't he? He's such a nice guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what we uh, what we going to chat over time? We, you you sort of wanted to talk about something to the training. I was going to talk about something new to the nutrition. Uh, I guess leading off of last time, I feel like we should. This um, it's not good. We can't say this is going to be the last of the corona kind of coverage of body weight oh. training because it's definitely not going to be. Um, but we hey, everyone's keep... going to be a calisthenics expert by then. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like doing uh just sofa side planks for days mate so yeah i can't yeah no just just squats fine just pick up something but yeah we can talk about performance parameters i guess and how to test performance under body weight exercises and 
I guess you can still use sprints and skips and bounds and stuff, but that's not really within the home unless you're living. I'm I'm always thinking within London. Um, I've realised that you've got more space than me. Well, obviously I can go to a park, but realising we're not really meant to be out doing all this kind of stuff. So especially one to one, it's got to be fairly simple. But there are some, I don't know, a couple of theories about um, how much body weight stuff you should be able to do in certain exercises. Um, we can we can choose these. There's two. I'm going to go off uh, John Ruchin, who comes up with some crazy shit and some good shit, and then Stuart McGill, who comes up with all good shit. So, which one would you rather? Probably Stuart McGill. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we do basically. They both come up with like five body weight exercises or body weight tests to test kind of relative strength and where you kind of should be. Um, personally, I think the uh, John Ruchin one is far too hard. Um, and I don't think many clients are going to be able to do much of this. So I think that McGill one is probably more safe and able to do. Um, yeah, so we could probably go through that one first. So as a... Basically, you're looking at front planks, side planks, so left and right, pistol squats, um, push-ups, and inverted rows mm. are the uh, the five things. So planks, planks, pistol squats, push-ups, and rows. Um, I'm guessing they're going pistol squats, but obviously you can scale that back to normal bodyweight squats, I'd assume. Um, or I'd go Bulgarian split squats or the rear foot, rear foot elevated split squats. Um, so you can do those because relatively it's going to be tough and it's actually a test of strength. I assume that maybe starting now that should be somebody's goal to be able to do a pistol squat by the end of this time would be an interesting one. But um, I think Jeremy Gill has come up with so you've got the normal front planks, not RKC style. This just can't be so it's two minutes. Mm. You're not holding anything like that for two minutes. I don't think that's. Mm. I'm not really too fussed about that. Side planks, I, th I think probably 30 seconds on all of these would be absolutely fine. But I guess it's just to hold it. I think I'd struggle for two minutes front planking. I would, just out of pure boredom probably. <laughs> side planks, one minute, one minute. That's each side, if you didn't know. Um, pistol squats. Thanks, Tom. Uh, <laughs> pistol squats, these are each side as well. So five on the left and five on the right. Interesting that. Imagine if it was five and four. Like, <laughs> um, but with, with all of these, so pistol squat, push-ups and inverted rows, all with one-second pauses at the bottom. Top, whatever you call it. Okay, so under tension. So pistol squat, one-second pause at the bottom, five reps. Push-ups, one-second pause at the bottom, ten reps. Inverted rows, one-second pause at the top, ten reps. <laughs> Interesting. Would you would you say those are relative strength tests decent or not? Uh, I think the upper body's a bit easy. But... I would say so. The push-ups is a bit yeah. I think I couldn't do. I can't do one pistol squat. You can't do one pistol squat. No. Ah. I can I can definitely do a few on my right. I, I think I would be all over the place on my left. I mean, I've not tried it for a long time. I just don't. I couldn't. Don't think I'd be able to do it. Okay, so there's your training plan, mate. Um, yeah. I would like Dan's body weight training. Yeah. Oh. I still haven't trained yet as well. No, I haven't. That's I went. I've trained, I've trained in the park. Once. Full disclosure: I haven't. I've got a fucking dumbbells here and everything. I just haven't. 
I don't think it's hit me yet. I think because I've been working, because I've been doing so much for other people for the first like five, six days of this, it doesn't yeah. feel quite to me like I'm like I said in a routine with it all yet, and like so trying to figure everything out. But also, I think being stuck in with like Isabel, and then obviously Laura's trying to do her classes and stuff as well. Like it just feels a little bit like I haven't had the the chance to sit down and look at where I'm going to do it, or if I'm going to be bothered to do it at the moment. But um, I mean, I've done like fucking exercise videos and technique videos and stuff, but. Yeah, I uh, still haven't actually bothered. I should probably do that soon. Yeah, so I think it's interesting with the pistol squats. I think, well, you did squat to box with me. I, I reckon, I, like mobility wise, and like I, I and just if I practiced it, I reckon I'd be I'd be able to do it. I just haven't. I just, I know for a fact now. If you told me to get, if you said give me a thousand pounds to do it now, I wouldn't be able to do it. Because <laughs> you did you did some single leg squat to box right with yeah. me when we did some conditioning stuff like, with some carries and stuff like that yeah. that's how to start to progress it i'm sure we'll do a video of that ptc was because basically i feel like i've worked out today because i had to film a few reps for some exercises <laughs> for instagram that's about it that counts that's, it? that definitely counts i had to do it like more than once as well because apparently i did the wrong resolution for for gordon i didn't even really i didn't even know <laughs> who knew that iPhone 10 could record in 4K? I had no yeah. idea. No oh, idea. Yeah. No, no, no one knows that. No <laughs> but hey, right, the, front, the front camera records in iPhone t- in 4K, I think. Is it? Yeah. You got the new fancy one though. I've got an iPhone 10. Oh yeah, you got a shit one. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Idiot. I, I've only paid like 20 quid, a, 20 quid a month now. So I'm oh, which this, I was, was. this was the first time that I hadn't upgraded my phone. And I was like, nah, I'm all right, actually. Yeah. Don't need it. I'm absolutely fine. Um, so the John Ruchin one, so the pistol squat, um, he's, he gives, he, you can give a, he guides you to give a plate during the pistol squats, but he goes foundational strength is three reps per side. And then advanced is 10 reps per side on pistol squats. So advanced is pretty hard. Um, he also says you can, if you're struggling with mobility, so as most Americans do, they don't mind you putting a plate underneath your heel, so the heel raise comes in, which is, I mean, we are like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I still hate that. I still see people it, doing it. I, I still see people doing it for like, um, like, like strength movements. Like, yeah, I think just, it's been a while since we've actually actually talked about this, to be fair. Since like, I suppose to see more people using it, it's been popularised a bit more. It's I do not have an issue. Because Boyle's popularised it again. I, I, don't, I don't have an issue with people doing it to bias the quadricep and to do that sort of thing or to help someone get more range if they're doing like a bodyweight squat or a goblet squat and they're using it to, like I said, to, to make sure that they get full range like that in like a way where they're doing loads and loads of reps but i still see people doing it for like one rep max testing i still see it in the gym like 1.25 plates really? i still see people wow. doing 1.25 plates in the gym 1.25 plates and they're doing like max 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 weight i'm like what are you doing and if you're going to do it don't use a fucking plate like that most unstable thing going like just, that's the <laughs> yeah. thing that annoys me about it is it's not that people do it that's, and it's, people yeah. understand it people understand why someone's doing it like Muscle metals use them all the time. Great, 100%. They know why they're doing it. They're doing it to bias the quad so that you can fucking destroy it and grow, make it grow as much as possible. 100%. But if you're using it to try and eke out some range of motion and, and get someone doing three rep max or five rep max on it, no. No. Teach them how to do it properly with a goblet squat for 20 reps. Uh, that's, that's what annoys me. People don't get that. Uh, 
And that's why when when people like do it properly or they have it in their facility, they have specially made little wedges that are stable to go on as well. Yeah. And also the little wedges usually are if someone was have, was in barefoot and had the little wedge, it'd be the same as wearing lifting shoes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the part of the wedges it's not like it's not like his fucking high heels or anything but yeah just uh, just so that's interesting but yeah under a pistol squat it's obviously going to give because the argument is that somebody may not ever be able to do a pistol squat or squat past parallel because of their femur length which is obviously a valid argument because that's just mechanics um and you can't create enough torque in certain positions based off how long that lever is so that's where they're adding adding range but yeah each their own right if you want massive quads to do it. It'd be alright for that. Again, it'd be alright for that because it's 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 a pistol squat. You're not going to do yourself any harm by doing that. Just just as a time of this recording, we're up to 570 people on that free course. So grab on it. Fuck. Oh uh, yeah, jump on, please. I'm I'm hoping some of the people who are listening to the show have already already jumped on, as if this was live and they're going to tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so number two for uh, John Rusin is uh, single arm push ups. Chill the fuck out, will you? (laughs) So I could, I could see. So we're let's scale this because we think probably push-ups for for generally for ladies. Generally for ladies, that push-ups are a legit thing they should get better at, right? Um, Just because of muscle mass retention, they're about ten percent down them than males. Um, But (laughs) single arm push-ups. So probably the progression for the lads, like because I'll probably do these for. I'm Instagram post or whatever is using your valve slides using the sliders and that's your stability push up. So you're still pressing through one and maybe one sliding out. So you're still carrying a bit of tension on it, but it's like a point of contact through a, mm. a single arm push up. That's where I would go. Um, not straight into single arm push ups. or how to get there is use the eccentric phase using the down phase. I think I would just fall flat on my face personally. Yeah. <laughs> I've got no chance. I was like, just think like, when I was what a few months ago, I was single arm benching like the 42s, like 142, and I'm struggling for three reps. I know that a push up is about 70, 75 percent of my body weight. 42 kilos is definitely not 70 percent of my body weight. <laughs> You're probably looking at around 60. So don't think I can put do a 50. Really? <laughs> Isn't it 50? Is it 50? <laughs> well, I'm not doing the math now, but. <laughs> <laughs> in around there i'm probably 100 kilos there you go do that 70 got a bit of wine you, so you know massive during this quarantine um yeah interesting right uh number three dragon flags you like these mm. I, I i seem to remember you doing a, a fair few of them whilst we were yeah trying. they're quite nice yeah i like them i think they're good i think they're a good core exercise not many people to do and me through it because that's not uh, there's a point not many people know or do them so it's when you basically hold on to something that's quite stable. Like you lie down on the floor and over your head you hold on to something that's quite stable. And you kind of pull yourself up so that you're vertical and you hold your body in a vertical position. And then you kind of like let your body down while staying vertical and control it with your abs all the way down to the floor. And like rookie at the gym, first place used to be yeah. really fucking good. used to go all the way down, all the way back up again, like without touching the floor. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but yeah, like they're really, really good. Um, exercise to do anyway for the majority of people but they're one things that at home people can do so um people behind the curtains as tom always says but basically like with a lot of my clients i've done their home workouts i've kind of given them three weeks worth of stuff 
and it's all quite simple and basic stuff. And, and I think this is a mistake I've seen a lot of people do with their programming actually over the next few months is oh, yeah. they've gone all in straight off the bat. They've, and they've gone like, like, I'm going to make the most yeah. mental variation. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and I'm like, well, okay, where are you going to go from there? Like, where are you going to go from there? So I've gone basically a lot of my clients, <laughs> a lot of my clients, obviously I've got like mainly, I've got t- obviously the home workout stuff is basically like template based. It's based on, I've got no equipment, a bit of equipment, lots of equipment or whatever. So a lot of them are starting with like dead bugs, for example, because I'm like, right, now's a great time for us to really nail your form on these because I bet you don't do these properly. So let's yeah. nail that. So you nail that form, you nail dead bugs, then you can add a band, you can add some weight, you can add whatever, and then you can start going into things like those. And you can then start seeing the progression over time. Whereas if I had gone straight in on that, the form would have been shit. They would not <laughs> been engaged in their core and they wouldn't and they'd think that they were going to be doing and then forever. And I'd be like, well, we've got nowhere to go. Yeah. And same with a lot of other movements that I've given people. It's like people are like, oh, like a banded lap pull down. Like, oh, this is this is actually really, really like quite difficult and quite intense. But yeah, because you're now using your brain to connect with your muscle, whereas before you maybe weren't doing that. And then from that point you can then go, right, now we're gonna start doing table rows. Now we're gonna start adding weight to that and you know, yep. all that stuff. I think that's one thing I've seen a lot of trainers make mistakes on is they're going all in on that competition. Who can make the most hardcore workout for their class? <laughs> like, hey, they're yeah, going to be doing this for 12 right. weeks. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm done. You're going to see a general theme. When the, with, for the, on the PTC page, we're going to release something every, every day. I'm just doing body weight, like five progressions on a movement. And on the prerequisite for every single one that will cover every single one, it's just like nail 10 reps before you move on to the next progression. I was like, when you've nailed 10 reps of body weight or like Bulgarian split squats, then you're probably decently strong. Like 10 reps of those is actually okay. So it's mm-hmm. like all your body weight over half the leg. So decent. Um, yeah, crazy where they want to go. So the, his, his thing foundational is 10 halfway reps. So midway reps. I think that's doable. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously starting at the top, right? Yeah, so and then you kind of like, and that means you kind of like lose it halfway. Yeah, um, and then advance ten full reps. That's hard. <laughs> that's destroy it. Um, yeah, like the common mistakes of like your hips just sagging down and yeah. not being able to maintain hip extension at all. You almost want uh, to try doing it if you are going to do it and try it after listening to this. You almost want to think about pointing your toes and making your body as long as possible yes. by pointing your toes out and then as they go down to the floor, rather than people just think about getting their toes pointed up and then their hips sink, but their toes are still pointed up. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, that doesn't really help. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Uh, front levers. Fuck, that's hard, man. Yeah. So, so you got like two minute hold on that, so probably. <laughs> so you can scale these. The only thing is, uh, the thing that people a front lever, you can go single leg, right? Just like you would have put a pull up when you tuck your legs, you bring it in like all your center mass and yeah. So you can do a leg tuck in and out, so you can rep that. Or Still. You can go single leg. Still, awful. Um, he's gone twenty seconds on a single leg, <laughs> and twenty seconds advance. <laughs> That is super hard. Like, if you've got the space to do a front lever, I don't know where to do it here. Yeah. yeah, where are you going to do that? I don't know. we got some fire escape stairs. Uh, I don't know. These are rows at the back of that. That's a great idea. Thanks, man. Just realised that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Don't know, mate. <laughs> it's basically like, I don't know, how would the movement be? A straight arm pull down and a hold whilst mm. hanging upside down. Yeah, <laughs> you mean cool. everything completely level. Uh, it's yeah, that's tough. And then, all right, his last one, um, five handstand push-ups. I've still never tried I've it. I've never done one, and I kind of wanna. I might dabble uh, just to see, because obviously you've got the head in the way, so it can't be that low. Like I, when I shoulder press, I go to my clavicle. 
sewed my collarbone every single time because I just go full range everywhere. But I don't do this that bit. Just like a tricep punch. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. I'm a heavy lad, so I might not be able to do it. I do a kip in one. Um, so foundation five reps advanced 12 reps don't know why sure <laughs> uh interesting um yeah i think i'd go if i was to put together i'd go push-ups um males let's go anywhere from 20 to 30 females anywhere from 1 to 10 um and yeah. then Bulgarian split squats, rear foot elevated split squats, I think would be decent. I think again, I think both of these would be male and female. Got no excuse. Probably females can probably do a little bit more, if I'm honest, body weight wise. Um, so let's go anywhere between 15 and 25. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty decent. Um, what else we got? Pull-ups or inverted rows? Inverted rows are tough, I found. So females, I'm going to go between 5 and 10. Males, 10 to 15. Is that right? Don't probably, yeah. Pull-ups, females, one to five, males, three to eight. I'd be happy with. But this is general pop, I think. Mm-hmm. And then plank positions, yeah, just squeeze them up. <laughs> you don't have to hold them for very long. I don't think. That's, the, that's the limit, squeeze them up. Just, just yeah. Just. <laughs> just until they get bored. Um, yeah. I, but if I was going to do a plank position, I would be like, I'm going to do uh, like a three limb, a three point of contact position, not a strict plank. So I would ask them to go into, if I was going to do that as a test, I'd go plank position, hips square, one arm out. So reach in and then hold that for as long as you can on your left. Hold that for as long as you can on your right because somebody's going to fail. I don't really know how long that would be, 20, 30 seconds probably. And then your side plank, you're going to have hip abduction. So you're going to move your hip up like a little pulsy squatty thing um, and just see how many you can knock out because it won't be many in hip nope. extension without you can do that. Those are the ones I would do, mate. But yeah, I've dabbled on for far too long. We should talk about diet changes. We're almost half an hour in. Oh, people are bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, diet changes yeah. under quarantine, mate. Do it. Yeah. So a few little things like I've had this with a couple of clients um that's cropped up and i'm gonna be introducing to a few more i think if i get a similar thing but a few clients have sort of said to me um that they feel like they're getting cravings or something sweet like mid morning or that they feel like they're getting energy lulls during the day um and obviously a lot of the clients that i have would have previously been on fairly high carbohydrate diets because they're training hard they're moving around a fair bit I need to enhance the recovery from training um but obviously everyone's kind of neat has taken a bit of a hit right now excuse the excuse the pun obviously they're not hit um but you know that it has taken a, a bit of a hit on that and people are doing a lot less and one thing that i have done with a couple of clients is at breakfast they were having say a high protein high carb breakfast which was very low in fat and then they were kind of getting to like 11 o'clock 12 o'clock and feeling like they were hungry or peckish um and wanted something sweet or, or whatever or likewise done that at lunch and then mid-afternoon had wanted a snack so i've actually with quite a few clients taken their carbs down slightly and brought their fats up so calories are roughly the same um, as what i thought they would need to be but just by making that switch in macronutrients you get a lot less of a spike and um uh, and then a come down in blood sugar levels potentially so by having fat in each meal 
a high proportion of it, you slow the release or the gastric emptying of carbohydrates into the bloodstream. Um, and often you can have highs in blood sugar and then lows, which can cause then snacking and want you to cause to increase that blood sugar again. And it can just play into the, the kind of cycle that people get into with snacking. And especially if you're bored, you recognize these things a little bit more. And often with also sitting down and doing not a lot, um, you kind of recognize those things a little bit more. So with a few clients, I've kind of said them that breakfast, for example, one of them was like having to so say, taking away 30 grams of the carbs at breakfast and putting in 15 grams of fat as a nut butter, for example, they found that then for an extra hour or two before lunch that they weren't feeling hungry and that they did actually find themselves feeling better through the day and they had a more level, I suppose, amount of energy rather than like highs and lows during the day. And I just think it's something people need to think about. And obviously, no, you know, it does come down to calories. You could do it that way and calories are king and all that sort of stuff. But at a time during high amounts of inactivity, it could be worth looking at bringing carbohydrates down and pushing fat up slightly to aid satiety, um, but also to manage blood sugar a little bit better throughout the day when you obviously don't need highs and lows in carbohydrates because you're not moving as much and needing an immediate hit of energy. Um, so just something to think about. Like Again, people don't think about that sort of thing. You could keep your calories the same over a day, but ultimately affect your satiety and hunger levels very, very differently by having a higher carb or a slightly lower carb approach to things. And this is where people don't think about nutrition and how it can impact these things. Because what a lot of people try and do as well is they'll have those higher carbs for breakfast and lunch like they have been doing previously and completely minimize their fat and then get to the evening time and then just be like, oh my God, I really want some food. And that's when they might overeat potentially as well so trying to have a very even intake of calories as well because you don't need to have high meals and low meals because of the way our days are now say for example you're on 1600 calories a day i would very much look to evenly split your meals to 400 400 400 400 where possible um because of that reason that you don't need to have for example a large lunch if you then have to wait until dinner at seven if you have lunch at one for example or if you're training say you know obviously a lot of people when they're at work they would train at say after work so they might have a decent sized meal at four o'clock for example um or they might have a bigger meal at dinner because they want to save their calories i would resist doing that in the current way of doing things because you will not need those large amounts of calories at any one point in time um so just think about that really and also just increase your protein intake above where you were it was previously um not not necessarily towards three grams per kilo i think that's a little bit excessive but if you certainly were nearer two i would certainly look to go nearer two and a half grams per kilo again from a satiety point of view from a muscle retention point of view um i would seriously consider doing that as well so just to give you a practical example of what i've been doing baby so rather than having something like um whey protein and oats potentially as a meal um or whey protein and a bowl of cereal as a snack tom do you know like i'm partial to that i've been partial to that mm -hmm. as much as anyone rather than doing that i would add say some nut butter to that protein shake or i would add something like that rather than having a you know some cereal which may be higher in carbs or something like that um don't add Nutella. it's not high in fat it's high in carbs as well um but yeah just things like that just think a little bit more about you know 
with your dinner, do you have to have carbs with it? You know, is it is it is it an option for you to just have a you know protein fat meal, for example? Is that something that's a bit more doable? Again, with the way that the food's going at the moment, right? If I'm bulk by fucking pasta, you know, <laughs> ridiculous. Like, there's, there's better foods to be having at this time. But what we have, when bulk by normal pasta, we have got a load of the edamame and black soybean, uh, like fettuccine and stuff. Oh, it's because you're smart, Tom. I know. It's I <laughs> it's which is so high in protein it is really Unreal. high in protein yeah. yeah it's just it's just trying to think differently about things like again these are things you're in control of and things that you know i, I can get to speak to my clients they're, they're noticing the difference they're like no actually it does make a difference um you know it does affect your satiety in certain ways and it's just worth thinking about that now you don't have that demand for higher amounts of carbohydrate because of the training you're doing or the movement you're doing um necessarily feeling alert as well a lot of people feel that if we're needing carbs to feel maybe a bit more alert potentially you know you don't need that as much you probably need a more of a steady flow of of energy which fats are a bit more slower releasing in that regard it's not technically true to say a slow releasing but you know what i mean um it's certainly something to look at with my advice to people mm. so things for example like for breakfast having something like an omelet or having some something like that rather than just protein of protein and carb breakfast try and maybe switch that around don't steal all the eggs because i still need to buy eggs so don't steal all the eggs <laughs> Give around that, don't buy eggs um i mean so yeah, I think- I, i'm i've got to admit we have like a 10 at 10 every day but it's really nice to kind of like have breakfast like normally just wake yeah. up like because i've i've always really enjoyed that on the weekend and being able to like wake up make some eggs have some coffee sit down chill out then get to work yeah. And it's just, it's been quite nice. I'm sure I'm going to get sick of it. But yeah, I don't know. Can you? No, can I you get sick of it? Do. No, like, I, just, I, I, <laughs> do, I know, but you're right, though. It is one of the the parts of the day I do look forward to. Like, I won't, yeah. like, when I wake up now, like, the thing I love, and I think people are starting to realize as well now with the way lives are at the moment, is that I think sometimes people just eat when they get up because of it's just routine. They just, they have no other time to eat. Whereas I think a lot of people, I'm never hungry when I wake up. I, as soon as I wake up, I, last thing I do is, uh, last thing I think about is food. I want a coffee. I usually then take the dog out for a walk. I'll come back and then I'll be like, right, I fancy some eggs. And it might be like, I have eggs at like half nine and I get up at like seven, half seven, right? And I think people are starting to realize now that they do a lot of things out of habit. Same with lunches. People always have lunch as a habit at a certain time. And it's maybe because they've had breakfast a little bit earlier. And I think if you shift breakfast towards, you know, two hours after you wake up, lunch then shifts back dinner then shifts back and all of a sudden you have your dinner at say eight and you go to bed at say 10 half 10 and you haven't got as much time to snack or you don't feel like you need as much as many snacks because you're actually full from dinner and you realize that it's all because you've delayed your breakfast slightly and you've delayed your whole routine and i think that's the other thing people are starting to realize is that you know if you start to listen to when you're actually hungry i don't know many people um unless they're dieting that wake up particularly hungry most people wake up and they can deal with having a coffee and just be fine for a couple of hours um or some water certainly just try and i you know. am ravished when i wake up i never am never am <laughs> i'm just yeah like you can't food. just have a coffee and just be like i'm good no i feel like i don't know i feel like i'm gonna get dizzy and be all over the place oh you're one of them yeah yeah you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be in a sour mood awful no I'm like, I need some food, yeah. cereal, eggs, enjoying. I made some uh, last, actually, I've made eggs and soldiers a couple of times this week. They're pretty good. Felt like a child. Okay. <laughs> Did you never make them, Isabel? No, she, no, 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 no. 
Why not? <laughs> I, I love it. It's great. I'm, I'm an experiment of all types of eggs. What should I do tomorrow, mate? I want you to do um, souffléed. Souffléed? <laughs> yeah. Do you mean sous vide or souffléed? No. Souffléed? Yeah. I don't know. Either way. Do that. <laughs> Whatever it is, do it. <laughs> Uh, all right. At some point during this quarantine, I would attempt to souffle, or I think he means sous vide, an egg. <laughs> Same difference, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, otherwise, we did make cupcakes though. Um, cupcakes were the way forward. Made some red velvet cakes. Are you are you baking as well? You can bake now. What at home? No, uh, Isabel and Laura been baking a bit, but yeah, I'd rather didn't because I don't have to fucking eat it all. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's, it's dangerous. I've, I've, I'm on like a two a day cupcake thing now as well. Um, well, two two at the like minimal amount, then like three or four. So more almost through. I was eating one just before I came. Hey, on. You're definitely going to be 100 kilos soon. Oh, that will be massive. <laughs> three or four. I think I'm going to be. I'll look in the mirror and be like, no, nah, I'm fat, and just start wasting away. So yeah. I need to listen to heavy Tim to be honest. It's a bit weird. Should probably be one of the the longest times that I wouldn't have done any proper strength training not for me <laughs> <laughs> i've never done any, i've never done any proper strength training it's never even happened <laughs> strange isn't it all right um should we say any other business no no other business obviously if anyone needs any help with any nutritional training during this weird time just give me a just give me a message on instagram i can always help you um yeah. obviously Obviously, at this time, obviously, it's, it's difficult and people don't know exactly where things are at. But like I say, it's um, just reach out, ask, and always have a chat, see what we can do to help. Wonderful. Um, yeah, we're going to record again this week, at least, I'm sure. And if you're, so, a, PT, I guess we'll and see if you're a PT, sign up for the PTC thing as well. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably on about 700 yeah. by now. <laughs> it's going up, it's going up. So, which is good. Um, there's be plenty of it. And there'll be more exciting courses on that as well coming through. Should be some good stuff. All right, mate. I will talk to you later in the week, yeah? Catch you later. Catch you later, guys.